Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Jellicoon and Zach. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. My name is Jellicoon along with Zach. But Hello. I'm different, Zach. Zach yes. too. Zach too. I don't know. Zach with the H. Yes. There you go. We just got done recording our wrestling podcast. You can hear us over at reviewmania.com if you're so inclined. But now, we're going to talk some anime. Where have we been? We haven't recorded since March. And we obviously, with our 300th episode, and probably thinking, where the fuck? These guys got the 300 and left? Well, Zach has real-life obligations and is vacationing and traveling and living his life. And the one thing I've always told my folks I record with is life comes first. You go enjoy life. The podcast will be here. I don't make any money off of it. So, end of the day, we record when we record. The days of weekly shows are long gone. Anyhow, an entire season has gone by. The entire summer anime season is now gone. We actually, the new shows for fall 2023 have begun airing. And my God. I watched quite a bit, but then I also didn't watch quite a bit, and I'm still watching quite a bit. Um, today we're going to talk about Konosuba, uh, God's blessing on this, God's wonderful, what is it, God's wonderful blessing on this world of explosions, or whatever the fuck it is, it's, <laughs> it's, let me, let me get it here, it's, an explosion on this wonderful world. That's what it is. There we go. Konosuba, an explosion on this wonderful world. It is the precursor to the Konosuba TV series and focuses on Megumin and how she gets to Axel and just sheds more light on her. So we'll get into that. All right. But Zach. Yes. Have you been watching anything at all, anime? Uh, I haven't been watching anything anime, but I have been reading some Berserk. Uh, I, yes, I've been reading Berserk. That has been my main, uh, anime manga consumption as of late. I am... 36 volumes into the 41 volume uh, behemoth. Really? 
Okay. Yes. Go on. So well, how are you liking it? Oh, I mean, it's fantastic. Berserk is probably um, one of the best manga series ever written. Um, filled with violence and revenge and just so much stuff. I mean, if you want a full review when I'm done, I can come back on and I can give you a full written up review. Yeah. That'd be fun. Um, cool. So, yeah, I, I've been watching, um, you're familiar with Yurisa Yatsura, right? Uh, I, I know that it was written by the person who did Ranma, had, did, did Ranma one half and Inuyasha. Yes. So they redid a 2023 version. Interesting. Yeah, and the dub is really good. So I had always heard of Yurisa Yatsura. And now I see why... Uh, was it Rie Takahashi, I think, is her name? Rumiko. Rumiko Takahashi. I knew I was close. Yes. She introduces a million fucking characters into her shows. Because I've watched most of... Ron I've watched some of Ron Moment Half. I won't say most. I watched quite a bit of Ron Moment Half. And there's a million characters. And now I see why. Because every show, there's usually one or two new characters every couple episodes. And I'm only up to episode uh, 11 of 20, 23 right now. Because I'm watching the dub. Mm -hmm. And honestly, what I'll do is I'll, I'll watch a show in small chunks. Because I can only stand it for so long. It's a good show. But at the end of the day, it's a wacky zany show. And uh, I really like it, though. They actually stayed in the 1980s. They didn't do anything to it. It's the show from the 80s with 2023 visuals and a good dub cast. The show was never dubbed in English. Oh. Yeah. So, uh... Helps if I don't close my application. I am also watching... It took me a while to watch, but I've been loving it. Oshinoko and Zach being a pro wrestling fan mm. I want your opinion okay. okay so uh not really spoilers I'm gonna try really hard not to spoil it but okay. essentially this show is about telling basically the darker side of Japanese entertainment okay so there's like a YouTuber there's like I don't want to get into it but Basically, it's kind of a... If you read the synopsis, you'd be like, this is fucking stupid. Okay. Um, because the show starts off with a, a really popular singer named I. She's part of an idol group, like, mm -hmm. set three years prior. So she wants to give birth, you know, anonymously... Because obviously her idol career, you can't have a boyfriend, you can't be sexually active, blah, 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 right. blah, blah. Bullshit in itself. Yeah. Um, well, it turns out the main character, uh, the, the doctor, was a huge fan of hers. Mm -hmm. And the only reason he became a huge fan was there was a patient who had died like three years prior 
who was a huge fan of hers. And he just kind of got into watching her career because he wanted to, like, cheer her on for the sake of that patient. Well, a... Again, this is kind of a spoiler. If you've not watched Oshinoko, skip the next 45 seconds to a minute. Okay. Essentially, because it's a huge spoiler, but it's not really shocking, because if you read the synopsis, okay. But the the doctor is murdered by an obsessive fan and then hmm. wakes up as the son of the of the of the uh, of I the idol but he still has his memories and stuff from being like a 20 something doctor and his sister because she gave birth to twins was the reincarnated soul of the of the patient but they don't know that yet even six episodes in they don't know that yet okay but hmm. Because it's an I, uh, an idol singer, like, it's stupid. It's just, th- that to me was the dumbest fucking part. But I get why they had to do it. Because they had to put someone, eventually, things happen, and they get to high school. So they age them up pretty wet years after the initial events of the, the first, the first episode is like an hour and 20 minutes long. Oh, like a movie, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, almost, yeah. Maybe like 49 minutes, but yeah, it's it's a lot longer than a normal uh, episode airs. Hmm. To the point where they actually aired it in uh, cinemas in Japan. That's kind of a okay. teaser thing. Whew. Sorry, I'm trying to talk and catch my breath. <laughs> um, so, now, uh, the sister wants to be an idol singer, and the guy is actually good at acting, but... His the whole point of the show is, uh, they they they're they're adopt uh, fucking nearly just spoils and stuff. The peep um, the the production company they're with, he's an actor, and he wants to find the he wants to find the killer. Mm-hmm. Well, who fed the killer the information? Because the killer killed himself. Because she, he realized after he stabbed I that she actually remembered him from like a signing or two, and but she'd already been stabbed, and so he like felt guilty and like unalived himself. Okay. So, but now years later, um, he the, his name's Aqua as uh, the male character. They have funny names, but Aqua wants to find the person basically his father because he was nowhere in the no one ever knew who she she never said who she had sex with and obviously yeah. died and he they assume well, Aqua thinks that the only person who would have the information of where they were living and all that stuff would have been their father mm. so now he's on this revenge quest to find the the father to make him pay for his deeds because she he really liked I obviously and as a mom I guess it's weird he still has all his thoughts from being alive before but yeah any anyway okay the whole reason I mention all this okay it's a good fucking show watch it if you haven't 
I okay. kind of did some spoilers, but it's a fun show. They talk about child actors. They have talk about YouTube. They talk about influencers and all the bullshit that like idol workers have to go through and how like you know they they they're signed to these contracts, but they have to do these meet and greets and the meet and greets are kind of creepy and all all the it's 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 really interesting. But, okay. But episode six was extremely controversial. For several things. Okay. Let me know if this sounds familiar. Hmm. So the main character, Aqua, joins a dating reality TV show. And throughout the episode, you know, they basically say, hey, you know, there's no script, but if the cameras are on you, you know, act. And we, we see a, a character who basically gets screamed at by her manager because she's, like, throughout the entire show, she's really not made any... She's not really seen as, like, a main character on the show. She's just kind of mm-hmm. there. And she okay. finds out that her manager is really angry about it because he had to pull a bunch of strings to get her on the show. So she kind of freaks out and starts playing, like, the bad girl to get one of the male's attentions from another girl. And she mistakenly, they had done their nails previously and uh, before filming. And she had like those plastic, like, it was like a plastic, like, star, you know, glued to her nail. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh my God, I have this chance. I need to make, I need to make an impact to, for my career, you know? Yeah. And my manager, everyone put their hopes in me. And she slapped the main, one of the female leads. And she cut her face. Well, they wrap filming. And she starts freaking out. Like, holy fuck, what did I just do? You know, oh my god. And off camera, the character who got slapped comes running over and hugs the character saying, Hey, this is something you don't do very often. You know, I'm okay. But she's like, oh my god, you've got a photo shoot tomorrow. You're going to have a scratch on your face. And she's like, so what? They can, they can take care of it in editing, you know. But on the show, they played it up as this huge event. And, you know, oh, how dare this girl slap the other, the main, the, the favorite female character. So then she read all the online reviews. And it was nothing but hate. And hate and hate and hate. Is it starting to sound familiar? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, isn't yeah. that what happened to Hana Kanamura or that something? That's exactly what Hana Kanamura happened. And so in the show, the character goes to commit suicide. Mm. We'll leave it there. But, yeah, I was watching this going, holy fuck, this is just like Hana Kanamura. So... Two things. One, I wanted your opinion on this. Hannah's mom was not happy that this was used as a storyline in the show. And said it nor, was, nor should she have been. No, I think that's kind of tasteless. And yeah, exactly said that. Said it was tasteless, that the author was, um, you know, not very skilled and, you know, couldn't think of anything more original. Yeah, and the author admitted um, that you know, the, yes, he took he took what happened to Hana as 
inspiration for this episode. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to know your opinion because I, I am kind of conflicted. Because, yes, this was only two years, or sorry, three years after the events. But then I think it I, shows... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I want to let you... Yeah. This. I I think... Like... I think that real-world events can definitely uh, inspire our writing and definitely should inspire. Like, writers write what they know. Um, and because... that's never And that's never mm-hmm. going to change. But um, this sounds very, very close to what actually happened, and it's only and it's only been three years. So if okay, if I ask, if I included one more wrinkle I didn't mention. Sure. The episode title is called Ego Surfing. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. If you don't know what ego surfing is, you Google yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and throughout the show, throughout the episode, you know. They, oh, don't you ever Google Eagle Surf yourself? You know, oh, it's so fun to see the comments. and But you can't take it seriously. Like, they do a good job of, like, helping this person. Even the people around them are like, don't do this. Don't Google. Don't go on Twitter. Don't go on social media. And, yeah. But yeah. what do you what do you think? Because I I, I understand this was very tragic. But I think the show does a really good job from the point of view from the girl being harassed and showing her emotions going from, okay, you know, I made a mistake. You know, of course they they used it. It's dramatic. I did what I got. I got what I wanted. To, you know, going to the depths of despair. Mm. And I think of things like uh, what is it? Um, Law and Order. Mm-hmm. How many episodes of Law and Order were ripped from the headlines? Oh, and no one bats an eye. Yeah, but why yeah. is it a big deal that a very popular show that's airing does something similar? I, I why think do you it's find just... it distasteful? I'm just curious. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're right either. But like, I guess I'm. I'm conflicted on like, why does everyone seem to have a big deal about it? I mean, there's a fucking anime basically that recreates the entire 9/11 attacks, shot for shot of the buildings falling, terror oh, events. Oh, I find that distasteful too. I, I I I find a lot of things within anime like that to, to be distasteful personally. Um, I think really what it is is because it it mon it 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 follows the story so beat for beat closely. Yeah, that that is, that's it, what her mother said was yeah. you're 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 monetizing my daughter's death. At, whereas a lot of things like the like those Law and Order things. They may take a, uh, they may take one element out of that story, and then plop their own characters into it. 
you know, where it's not beat for beat for beat for beat the exact same story. Okay. I think I think I think that's I think that's the main main difference. And I think also timing is a big thing. If this happened even a couple of years later, it may not have hit so quite so hard, but it only being three years, I think a lot of people are still in that mourning period for for Hana. Okay. So and then so I yeah. So here's the other half of it. The whole point of the show, this episode, I should say, was mm-hmm. to show the terribleness and how toxic people can be online. So once Hanukkah's mother came out, what do you think fucking happened? Oh, people attacked Hannah Kimura's mom. Yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It blows my mind that you're supposed to be a huge fan of this show. You're such a big fan that you don't even take the fucking point of the show's subject matter and go, huh, you know, they bring, this is a really good point. Maybe I should... Maybe I should take a step back and think about what I write or imagine how how it's going to be or exactly how they showed and they, you know, explained it for Hanakamura. It's edited and packaged of what you see on TV. What you see on TV isn't necessarily what everything that happened. But yet people went after her online and... Uh, it just hurts my brain, man. Like, you would think... Yeah. And people are yeah. so... Like, I don't get... Like, maybe because I'm... Maybe because I'm older. But... I, I... Even when I was a teenager, I wouldn't go fight for WWF. You know, over WCW. I'd just be like, I watch both. I prefer WWF. Like, I just can't think of anything... That I get that whipped up about, that in my head, that I'm like, boy, this seems like a good idea. Let me go harass a grieving mother who legitimately lost her child due to the same, you know, due to the same thing, due to social media. Yeah, then this is why I say people be crazy. Ugh, I don't know. But I'm loving the show. Um, like I said... That initial, like, like weirdness getting into it. Like, oh, the doctor that was supposed to give birth to the baby is now the baby? Oh, man. I was like, that is dumb. Yeah, when, we, when you mentioned that, I was like, that seems kind of weird. Um, but the rest of the show it's does sound It's a very small kind of- segment of the maybe the first episode or three or two. But the rest Thanks. of the show sounds super interesting. Um, one of my favorite movies, anime movies, uh, is uh, Perfect Blue, which yes. definitely deal definitely deals with similar darkness within the uh, within the idol industry. So yes. I definitely should 
check that out. Zach and I uh, have reviewed Perfect Blue. It is. I own two copies. I own a DVD and a Blu-ray Steelcase edition. Did you know, uh, Rob, that they actually have released the Perfect Blue novel in America? Really? Interesting. Yes. Yes. Have you read I don't, it? Uh, I own it. I have not read it. As I would yet. be curious to discuss it with you, going over it, because I'm not going to read it. I just love the sh- I love the movie too much. But I would be curious how well they stuck to the source material and how much maybe was left on the f- editing floor. Or was there anything yeah. worthwhile that maybe you thought should have been animated and then wasn't? Yeah, so I'll have to. Um, yeah, I can read it and then rewatch the movie, and then we can all get together and do that. Sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. So that is Oshinoko. Like I said, I- I'm really liking it, but uh, I was floored when I heard that because I remember seeing a YouTube video by one of the YouTubers I watch. And I purposely didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out it was about that episode I'd watched. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, just mind blown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the shock of my, probably, uh, of the season. So, uh, the second season of Tony Kaku Kawaii came out. I can't stand to watch it. It's boring as shit. I loved season one. And don't get me wrong, season two is a lot of the same. But I think that's part of the problem. Season two is just a lot of the same. There's nothing to keep me invested. So You're going to have to fill me in what was uh, season one about. Uh, essentially, again, kind of stupid. Um, the, the, the main character's name is NASA. NASA? Yes. Are they a space cadet? No. Oh, okay. But there, the 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 English translation of the show is called "Over the Moon for You." Oh, okay. But basically, uh, I forget why, but he was dying because he got like hit by a car or something, and I forget what happened. But essentially, he meets a girl named Not. Um, he basically meets. Um, Sukasa, a girl who we think is from the moon because she owns like a moon rock and her parents are hella wealthy. But essentially, like, NASA's dying and she's like, he's like, let's get married. And they like don't even really know each other and she's like, okay. And then like they lose touch and then like two or three years later they find each other again. And they get married <laughs> and it's like this sweet couple like finding themselves in marriage and every- because they didn't even date, everything is new and shiny and and there's their side characters. It's a comedy. Oh, okay. And, and the funny thing is, there's lewd hand-holding. Lewd hand-holding? I know, it's terrible. But the first time... And the fucking intro song rocks. Um, hmm. But the first season was fun. But the second season, I've just struggled to want to watch. I've watched three episodes, and I just... I can't bring myself to watch. It's boring. Hmm. Uh, I'm finally starting uh, Demon Slayer I watched the movie 
that came out, which is just a retelling of the last season's last events. And then we got mm-hmm. to watch the first episode of season three. I was so uh, glad I went to a matinee for that because I didn't know what it was. And I watched it. I'm like, why are we watching the entire like last hour of the show for season two? And then season three, episode one was aired. And I'm like, boy, I'm only glad I played 11 bucks for this. Or whatever the matinee price was. And how is Demon Slayer? It's Demon Slayer. It's still fun. It's still... I mean, it's Demon Slayer's Demon Slayer. I'm only up a couple episodes, so not much has come in. Um, What else? And that's about it. Hmm. I finished My Home Hero. That aired this summer. Uh, oh, sorry, that was spring, actually. I was watching these dubbed, so they were they lasted a lot longer. Um, wait, so was it summer this year? Uh, well, I would think it would be the summer season because it's yeah, July, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're right. Sorry, I'm not thinking. But yeah, so yeah, it it all. I watched them dubbed. So, but yeah, I finished my home hero. That'll be a review down the line. Um. Obviously, you're talking about Konosuba today. And uh, I finally finished from winter of last year Toko, uh, Tokyo Avengers, uh, hmm. the Christmas showdown. That was a good. That was good. And I finally finished uh, Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro, Second Attack. Hmm. So, yeah. Getting them done. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, let's get into our review, I guess. All right. I don't have a lot to say. I mean, definitely, the nice thing is, and they actually set it up perfectly to a degree. Actually, now that I'll say it, they do do it perfectly. You could watch this as a prequel if you've never seen Konosuba before. They don't do a great job of explaining the world because obviously this is the third media thing in the series. So at the end of the day, I think the expectation is like, hey, you know what this is. But, like, you don't know it's a game. Like, they don't tell you it's a game. They just know it's a medieval world and there's a girl named Megumin and we find out how she likes to, like, explosion magic because she's, like, saved... By uh, by a spellcaster when she's a child, and she's like, oh, I want to learn explosion magic too. So that's like her goal. So, so I'm imagining like a Lena inverse from Slayers. Kinda. I mean, it's set in like olden, ancient times where there's guilds and kingdoms and and you know, essentially what Konosuba is is main character gets brought to the starting town and can't ever get out of the starting town. Axel is the starting town of the game. So the show that we're reviewing now is basically Megumin from a child going through school to learn how to be a Crimson Demon uh, magic user and then finding her way in the world. And she's got a friend named Yoon Yoon who in the original show is always told to us that she's her rival. But what we find out in this show is that's not 
necessarily the truth. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah, like at the end of the day, like it's fun. I really enjoyed watching the, uh, the training episodes and like them going through school and, you know, Megamin's little sister is always cute and fun. And, but like something happened. I actually started to hate Megumin. I love Megumin, but she is such an arrogant dick in this show. It's, it's, it's kind of nice cause she gets grounded later in the show from that standpoint. But she acts like, cause she was the top of her class of only like five people. So she thinks she's like God's gift to the world. Uh, and, but her explosion magic it's not like, oh, I'll do little explosions. No. She can do one really big explosion, and then she'll literally pass out. Because she uses a baller energy. So she's a useless character. For a party. Last cannon. Yeah. And so, like, nobody wants to deal with her, and, like, everyone tries to talk her out of it. We figure out how she gets her familiar Chimosuke. And... Like, it's it's just like a nice storytelling element of here's a bunch of stuff that happened before the main show starts. And overall, it just helps bring uh, it just helps bring more story to depth. But at the end of the day, like I said, you could watch this and they allude to events in the first like couple episodes of Konosuba up to the point where she joins Aqua and mm-hmm. uh I forget the guy's name, but whoopty fucking do. In this case, it doesn't matter. But, um, you know, she joins the party that she eventually joins. And, I mean, it's it's a, it's a 11 episodes, or, no, it's 12 episodes. And it's just fun. It's, it's, it's a really quick, like, good show to marathon. Because every episode, there really isn't, like, there's no stakes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a show where they're just world building. They're just adding to already what's there. So it's like you already know what's going to happen because they've already talked about it. You know, you've already seen events in the future that the show doesn't address. But if you liked Konosuba Season 1 and Season 2, I would say watch this, but you're going to learn more about some characters. But at the end of the day, the main point of the story around uh, Kazuma, that's it, around Cosma and Party have already happened. You already know what happened. But it tells everything from her being a kid, going through school, and then her graduating, and then f- struggling to adapt to the real world. I guess you could call it. Because she's got to, you know, go adventure to make money and just to live and, and yeah. And it really tells the story of Union too. Because Union is this, like, side character who we get to know off and on, but we get to see her just as much as we do uh, Megumin. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, overall, okay. I really liked the show. I gave it a 7. And the dub of it, you know, they used all the same dub actors. It was really good. Although, I gotta say, this was the first time I'd watched, like... A lot of this dubbed. I I usually watched Konosuba, you know, in Japanese, and 
the the Japanese voice actor does not do the explosion uh, yell out as well as the ja- uh, sorry the English version doesn't do it as well as the Japanese. Oh, she elongates it where she just yells explosion. Where in the Japanese version, it's it's heavily emphasized. Like she screams at the top like explosion. And, okay. and and the the thing goes off. It's it's not as fun, I guess, but it's still not bad. Do you know who's doing the dubbing for this? I mean, it was owned by Funimation, so Crunchyroll. Okay. So um. So it's that group of Texas Texas actors and yeah yeah okay um, yeah. So I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's. I mean, it's it's Crunchyroll, Flash Funimation. So, uh, it sounds like they did it at Bang Zoom Entertainment. Ah. Uh, well, I mean, they okay. brought back people. Kazuma did sound a little weird, but maybe just because it's been a while. And then I, this is what I say about my review. Was this a quick review? Yes. But here's the thing. The last thing of Konosuba I watched was the movie, I don't even know how long ago, a year ago now? Hmm. Like, I watched the shows, I liked them. I am not someone who can remember every little detail, and this isn't a review for someone like looking for a super in-depth review, where it's like, oh, in episode 7 of uh, season 2, this happened, and here's how it chronologically fell into order. Like, no. You're not getting that kind of review. And, like, I would just say, if you like Konosuba, watch this. It's worth the time. But I also feel like it's filler. But I think season three is coming soon. Like, it's cool that they did a prequel. It's just kind of weird they did a prequel to two seasons after the fact. And apparently, yeah, Konosuba season three is coming in 2024. So we'll get more Konosuba. And I'm happy with that. Okay. And as somebody who has not seen any of it, uh, I don't have a ton to add. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, it was an easy watch. That was the nice thing. Yeah. Was I, I just kind of stacked the episodes and watched like three or four at a time. And it's always good to be able to find a show like that where you can kind of like easily binge two or three, four episodes at a time and then not feel like you've wasted a whole bunch of your time. Well, that and like, you know, like I said, none of the episodes like had like much in the way of like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen next. No, it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, what wacky thing's going to happen next? Mm-hmm. Guess we'll see. You know, there was no stakes. Ah, okay. Yeah. But all right. Well, I think that is it. We're going to call this a short episode. And uh, we will be back when we be back. Like I said, Zach's enjoying the summer. We'll probably be back in the fall. Heck, Zach, you and I might be back on your next episode. Yeah. We shall see. But, uh, yeah. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening. And uh, got tons of other episodes to listen to, so... Enjoy. Take care. Be safe. Bye-bye.
This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.